disgusting, vomit-inducing thing. Hola, creepos! Welcome to another edition of The Creep Off, the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps. My name is Vinny Paulino. The people's champion. And that's my co-host over there, Hot Carla. What is happening, Vinny Paulino? Oh, just another day in paradise here with you, buddy. I don't like how I'm framed again this week. Yeah, I think it's your face is the problem. It's uh, my height that's the problem. You know what? I'm going to come being... and fix it so you will shut the fuck up. All right. I'm coming over there. All right, come over you. here and fix it because, Vinny, I don't want to be looking at... Hold on. Can you see this middle finger <laughs> video? I don't want to be looking at my private parts while we're doing the show. It's just a little low. There we go. Well, uh, a little you bit know. higher. Yeah, you know, don't you want to? I mean, that's fine. All right, it looks great. I look great, man. You oh, had to do man. a you had to do a lot of editing last week. Holy fuck! <laughs> we did what an hour and a half with Crippled Jesus. What was that? A thirty minute podcast that we recorded? Uh, it ended up being an hour. There was about thirty minutes of just nonsense, stuttering John clips that made no sense <laughs> that I had well, to take out. It wasn't just Crippled Jesus stuff. I, I I noticed a lot of things were cut out. So yeah, a lot congrats. of yours. A lot of your shit. Yeah, I know. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for cleaning that up for us. Did you feel good about that? Yeah, it's great. Okay, yeah. because uh, you know, not for nothing, I had to really work hard to make Crippled Jesus's point for him in the editing. So that being said, shall we talk about who won last week's episode? Yeah, what happened with the vote from last week? What okay, do we got? Let's look it up because it's been close today. I was very close. I was in the lead for a few minutes earlier. Yeah, and, I thought uh, we were supposed to close down the thing at either way. Crippled Sunday Jesus nights. won. Crippled Jesus ended up winning that. Yeah, yeah, Carl. <laughs> Come on, that's what I said too. Why? <laughs> That's not fair. Because I am that good of an editor. Uh, oh, wait, that can't be man. it. So now the guest is up to two. Yeah. So I should be three to three on to fucking two. game point right now. You I feel like be. I was robbed. Yep. But aren't you a lucky boy? It's <laughs> one hip-hop horn, those results. Yeah. There you go. Okay, I did us. think that the clip where Stuttering John was trying to make out with Robin, like that stuff was, was creepy. But um, And it was also pulled from, holy shit, I don't know where he got that footage is like from 1993 or something youtube well yeah i guess that's probably where you'd find that yeah just it was just a, a random thing i mean how hard is john. it to find clips of john being creepy that's what i mean like you yeah. just put on any of his current episodes and find stuff and yeah i mean that's pretty much what you've made a career out of isn't <laughs> right. it so yeah funds the operation all right congratulations crippled jesus i was you talking to us. uh i was talking to doug from who's right the yeah. other day and we're scheduling him coming on. He goes, are you no longer talking about Patrick Michael? I'm like, no, you're talking about Patrick Michael. I've made more money off that guy than he'll make his entire life. Of course I'm still talking about Patrick Michael. Yeah, what are you, new? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I like how you're giving him a break, though, right now. Because yeah. you, like, you're one of those guys who just sees the cash cow getting a little too close to the edge. And you're just like, let's pull it back hey, just a little guys, bit more. Whoa, 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 let's, whoa, let's remind whoa, this guy whoa, he's whoa, great. Whoa. We love him. Yeah. Way to go. All right. We're talking too much about other things. Now, uh, let's talk about this week's theme. Yes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this week's theme, I came up with it. Kids, I don't know what's wrong with these kids today. Kids, who can understand anything they say? Kids, they are disobedient, disrespectful oaths. Noisy, crazy, sloppy, lazy, loafers. Why can't they be like we were? Every way. What's the matter with kids today? 
I love inserting show tunes that are too long because at first Carl goes yeah, with it, like, and I was fun. watching just... the clock to see how long it would take, how many seconds in before Carl's face changed. Yeah, it's just like, all right, we get it. Yeah. How do we not get kicked off YouTube streaming when you're playing all this uh, copyrighted material, by the way? I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Now, uh, back to the show. This week, we are looking for the creepiest kid. How have we not done this yet? Yeah, so uh, under 13 That's is the, what you told me. That is the caveat. We have to go with creepiest child. Creepiest child. And uh, Vinny, since you got more votes than I did last week, you go first, my friend. I believe them's the rule. So uh, I am going to travel back to the year 2007. The place, Carl, Mushahar and in Bihar, India. Could you find that on a map? No, <laughs> I can find India, but I have no oh, idea. I would hope you'd be I don't know what a Bihar is. Actually, yeah. I do. It's one of India's poorest states. That's saying something. Yes, it is. <laughs> In May of 2007, police were investigating the disappearance of a woman's six-month-old baby. The baby disappeared while it was sleeping at the local school, which I guess is kind of like a daycare situation. Mm-hmm. Cops did not have to look far for this baby, though, Carl, which I guess is a good thing. Six months old, they found it with the baby's head smashed in with a brick, and it was buried in a shitty little hole, loosely covered with dirt and grass. Not difficult to murder a baby. I was hoping when you said they found him, I was hoping he was going to be like hanging off one of those trains. With all the Indian people. Oh, Jesus Christ. That'd be fun. (laughs) (laughs) Going to work that day. No, no. Just found the baby with its head smashed in in a hole. Smashed in. All right. This is a small village. The word got around that a baby murderer is on the loose. And because it was a small village, everyone in the village was like, oh, it was that kid. Like they had no trouble saying to the cops, oh, that kid over there did it. The kid in question's Did name they know was, it, though? They just they just decided it probably what, what Well, happened? this kid's a little creepy. Okay. He's actually very creepy. This child is terrifying. His name is Amarjeet Sada. Sure it is. Is his name. Sure. Amarjeet. Once this kid is in custody, the police bring him in to talk to him. The police said Amarjeet smiled a lot, but did not speak until he asked the interviewer for some cookies. How old is this kid? Did you say that yet? This kid is eight years old. Uh, okay, an eight-year-old. This okay. is an eight-year-old child. Okay. And he's just like, can I have some cookies? And they give him cookies. And he's like, okay. Well, the baby was asleep, so I took it in the woods, and I smashed its head in with a brick, and I buried it. Whoa. And the police were like, oh. So they said, are you sure you did this? And he said, Yeah. And he took the police right to where he buried the kid. Even though they already knew where it was, the kid walked the police over there and just said, yeah, this is where I buried it. Basically just admitting this is what happened. Yeah. Very laissez-faire. The kicker is, this is the third time the little motherfucker did this. So he's got a mental issue. He's got a mental He doesn't realize what he's doing is, is bad. No, he definitely does not realize what he does is bad. Okay. That's why everybody in the village knew who it was. Oh, Somebody killed a baby. Oh, it must have been Amarjeet. This kid murdered. Did they know they murdered the other two babies? The the townspeople are the creeps here. I'm telling you, this kid murdered his eight-month-old sister. Oh, okay. Did the same thing. Took her to a field. Beat her over the head with a brick. I pop, pop, pop your head. And then buried her shittily. And then the parents are like, where's your sister? And he's like, oh, follow me. Took him right to the field. And the parents are like... You really shouldn't do this, son. What? Naughty, naughty. What the f- So he didn't learn his lesson, obviously. No. The kid was six years old when he did that. Wow. Just about to be seven. So then 
Within a few months later, guess what? He does it to his nine-month-old cousin. Yeah. Takes the kid out to a field. Everyone beats has, her over the head with a rock. Everyone and has buries that one her. cousin, though, that you kind of want to murder. Well, this one was nine months old. Right. So this kid, he's just taking babies and murdering them. Mm-hmm. And the family knew about this, Carl. Yeah. That's what's so interesting to me. Well, you know, you said that it's the poorest state in India. That's probably a pretty good uh, cost savings when you're like, oh, your sister died? Oh, good. Now we can afford to uh, eat this week. And I think there's a lot of cultural issues here. But according to Amarjeet's uncle, the uh, the cousin's father, the family members were all aware of the crimes, but they were not reported because they were, quote, considered to be family matters. Right. Like the kid's fucking Urkel. Like the kid just broke the, <laughs> the baby's head with a rock and was like, Can I do that? Like, oh, <laughs> I'm just saying, it's so fucking crazy. And all I can think about is, remember that Warren Zevon song? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't, get, didn't find it quick enough. Go uh, ahead. <laughs> and you know that, fucking, like, all I can think about this is, like, that fucking Warren Zevon song. Where he's just an excitable boy. <laughs> like, he's just a kid running around fucking murdering babies. Yeah. And then burying them and being like, look what I did. Maybe they don't have squirrels in India. I don't know. That's true. Maybe not. So what do you do? What do you do with an eight-year-old who murdered three babies in cold blood? What do you do? I'm going to say at least two weeks probation. Two weeks of grounding. No allowance. Go to your room. Aberjeet. If I hear you play the Nintendo Switch, (laughs) you're going to be in more trouble. The only reason this kid got caught is because he took it outside of the family. He killed three babies in under a year, which is unbelievable. Right. If he didn't get caught, who knows how many babies this kid would have murdered over his lifetime. Which would have helped your chances of winning this week. (laughs) <laughs> You're probably kind of bummed out that he got caught. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it would have been fun to see what happened. So, but under Indian law, a child cannot be sent to prison. Okay. So instead, they can be put detained. them in a cage. Yeah, but we we put kids in cages around here. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, a child cannot be sent to prison. Instead, they can be detained at a children's home until they turn 18. Okay. They put this kid in custody until 2016. Oh, good. He's put him around other children? Yeah. Oh, good. They put him in a children's home. It's going to work out well. well. They actually had him in like solitary confinement for years. And then they put him on medication. They put him in a children's home. Okay. Now, I cannot find any updates as what as to what happened to this kid. Right. I've been trying to find out. Okay. And the closest thing that I have been able to find, and it's from a blog, so I don't know how accurate it is. Apparently, when he turned 18, they let him go. Oh, wow. Okay. They just were like, all right, man. They let him go, and he changed his name. So he could be running around free killing babies right now for all the fuck we know. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, that is an insane story. The baby murdering eight-year-old is my submission for this week's creep. Now, he also has a record because he killed three people. Yeah. He is considered a serial killer, technically, and he is officially the world's youngest serial killer. Well, that's an amazing title to have. Yes, it is. Congratulations. Congratulations. Whatever your new name is, wherever you're living. Congrats, Amarjeet. So you're getting research from random blogs now and just hoping that might be true. No, no, I'm not saying I'm hoping that might be true. I hope he's in prison. (laughs) I hope they didn't let him the fuck out. Are you kidding me? You think I want this kid running around? Oh, Vinny. Come a long way since that nine-hour marathon you did on Didi just beat you. What do you got? <laughs> All right. My creep this week is a young girl named Jasmine Richardson. 
She lives in Alberta, Canada, actually a suburb called Medicine Hat, Canada. And she grew up in a family of four, two loving parents, a younger brother, everything that you would think would be very, very normal. And she was a very normal kid until when she turned 12, she started getting into like goth stuff. You know, cool. so started shopping at Hot, Hot Topic. Topic. Yeah, that kind of stuff. You get AEW t-shirts at Hot Topic. I find that weird. And uh, does everything have to be about wrestling with you? No. Vinny and I have been talking about wrestling the entire time before starting the show. Wrestling or pizza. <laughs> that's, that's all he talks about. Um, but actually, you're not wearing a wrestling shirt today. I am. Oh, of course you are. No. Hold on. Hold <laughs> that was on. a stupid thing to say. Hold on. <laughs> Legion of Doom. Okay. Well, he's very proud of it, too. R.I.P. Hawking Animal. So Jasmine starts getting into goth and stuff, and uh, the parents found out there was a reason for that. Her parents mainly saw it as a rebellious stage. Most oh, uh, yeah. So this this is the parents just thought it was she was just being a little rebel. Yeah. Her parents mainly saw it as a rebellious stage most teenagers go through in life. That was until they heard the news that no parent wanted to hear. That their 12-year-old daughter at the time was dating a 23-year-old man. And that 23-year-old man was Jared Fogel. Jeremy Stank. Jeremy Stank. Jeremy Stanky. I don't think this guy pronounced his name right. All right, so this guy, 23-year-old Jeremy Stanky, is dating this 12-year-old girl they met at the punk rock show. And uh, the parents... So is this one of those punk rock stage names like Johnny Rotten? No, I think his real name is Jeremy Stanky. That can't be. Stanky. Sure, that's a name. S-T-E-I-N-K-E. Like that guy's Stanky. All right, let's not focus on the name. So let's call him Jeremy because this is distracting you. Let's, let's just say Jeremy here. Okay. Let's learn more about Jeremy. I don't want to. The 12 years old was described as a happy and social girl. The 12 year old? after meeting Jeremy, who claimed to be a 300-year-old werewolf and wore a blood-filled vial around his neck, Jasmine's behavior changed dramatically. She started wearing dark makeup and described herself online as nocturnal and insane. So this, there's multiple accounts of this. I believe he actually thought he was a vampire, although there were a couple sources I found where it said this guy thought he was a 300-year-old werewolf. I think he's a 300-year-old vampire. That's why he I wore... I really like how he picked the team werewolf. That's why he wore the blood... Because he liked to drink blood. He told his buddies he was really into drinking blood what and a, stuff like that. What a that. cool guy. So, Did you have any friends like that? Did you ever hang out with the goth kids? No, I didn't. I knew one kid who was a little like that. Yeah. He was a fun kid. And then all of a sudden, he was just wearing black all the time, the eyeliner, all that shit. It was very yeah, strange. Yeah, I, I, uh, I never hung with those guys. I didn't like the cure that much. I just couldn't get into the cure. I can't believe anyone liked the cure that much. <laughs> so the parents are not having this. But when her parents found out not only about the relationship... But I hold Jeremy was, they immediately crowned Jasmine and forbade her to ever see him again. Jasmine, you're not allowed to date a 23-year-old. You're not even in junior high yet. Correct. So she did not like being grounded. So what she decided to do... She's probably got one of those fucking like doodlebug phones. Like one of those... <laughs> yeah, right. Like, doesn't even have an iPhone. <laughs> so she, 12. De she decided to leave the basement door open... For Jeremy to come over one day and murder her family. He waited for a full moon. The mom heard some ruffling going on, went downstairs to check on it. She was stabbed to death. And there was just this lunatic 23-year-old going, I'm turning! Yeah, right, yes. <laughs> oh, uh, God damn it. 
the the father gets murdered to so death. He stabs the mom to death in the basement. Yep. Okay. The, the father comes down. He gets murdered, and then there's still this younger brother, this eight year old brother, who's upstairs. After murdering her parents, both Jeremy and Jasmine went up to her eight year old brother's room, where Jasmine slit her own baby brother's throat and watched as he died right before her eyes. So the parents were getting in the way of their relationship. That's sure. why they wanted to murder the parents. I don't know what this eight-year-old brother had to do with anything. Well, they're always tag-alongs. Yeah. You know, like the little brother's always a pain. No big sister likes her little brother. Come on. I, that's not true. I was, I was adored by my uh, older sister growing up. Not anymore, but at the time. Yeah, she loved having to carry you with your little club feet around. <laughs> your parents probably <laughs> your parents probably made her I put on a papoose and carry you around till fifth grade. God damn you. So she had a little sidecar bicycle for old Clubfoot. The next day, <laughs> another little eight-year-old comes over to the house to play with his buddy. Oh no. And he sees blood stains through the window. So the mom calls the police, the police show up. And they see that both parents have been murdered and the brother, and they think that maybe Jasmine has been kidnapped. They don't know where she is. It didn't take long for them to figure out that Jasmine was actually a suspect. These people were not good at covering up their tracks. Oh, the 12-year-old and the uh, 300-year-old werewolf? <laughs> right. So I'm guessing the 300-year-old werewolf wasn't really familiar with modern forensic science. Correct. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Back back in the uh, 19th century, it was very easy to murder right, your girlfriend's parents. Right, right. Now it's a lot more difficult. Yeah, I mean, with all the hair, a werewolf would leave behind. <laughs> it only took police a day to apprehend both Jasmine Richardson and Jeremy Stank due to the massive digital trail that they left behind on their social media profile. Massive. Planning out the murders. And also a stick figure drawing that they found in Jasmine's locker showing the house on fire and Jasmine running to a car all while laughing. <laughs> She drew a picture of her house burning down and left it in her locker with her laughing about it. Oh, she geez. was pissing her family, apparently. Well, I mean, wouldn't you? They were trying to keep you from true love. And this fucking moron. Now, this is 2006 we're talking about. Mm -hmm. This fucking werewolf guy has a fucking blog. That's what Jeremy wrote his blog on April 2006. Their throats I want to slit. Finally, there's silence. Their blood shall be my payment. Days after posting to his blog, the couple would carry out their plan. So the guy's writing about murdering people on the internet and then going out and murdering people. Yeah, well, who isn't? I, yeah, but you don't, you don't do the second part. True. You can talk about it on the internet, but you don't actually go do it because then you'll get caught. Yeah, I mean, Yelp is pretty much just death threats. So because this guy is a werewolf and a punk rocker, everyone assumed that it was his idea to kill the parents. It, right. it was not. Right. Though it was long believed that Jeremy had planned to kill Jasmine's parents, it was actually Jasmine who first brought the idea in an email. She also reportedly told friends about her plans to kill her parents. 12-year-olds are uh, the worst at murdering people. She told all of her friends she's going to kill her parents. Well, she's I writing mean, emails about it. I don't know if they're quite as bad at it as an 8-year-old. <laughs> well... This girl is not all there, I would say. At least my kid decided to bury the bodies. After, right. That's a good point. Yeah. Creepier. After Shows forethought. After murdering her entire family, they decided, uh, they decided what to do next. Days after posting to his blog, the couple would carry out their plan. Jasmine and her boyfriend oh. carried out their plan, and just two hours oh. later, 
The pair were seen happily eating in a restaurant. Celebrating. So you know you know how that goes, right, Benny? You do something with your, your girlfriend and you're like, all right, what do you want to do now? Yeah, she's just sitting there going, can I get... Can I get a juice and a, <laughs> and a chicken fingers? Yeah. Do know, you what, have a macaroni and cheese? What, like, what toy do they have at McDonald's right now? I'm not like, sure where I want to I go. will have a bowl of blood. <laughs> 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 These two inconspicuous fucking assholes. <laughs> so I mentioned that this is up in Canada. Yeah. We've been learning a little something about the Canadian uh, system. Yeah. Where they kind of let people off the hook for pretty heinous crimes. You won't do it again, will you now? <laughs> right. Yeah. So this is a report. I apologize. Somebody filmed their TVs. So the Canadian is... government is more lenient than Amajit's parents. Yes. Right. <laughs> so this is, unless, of course, you had the sniffles. Then you get brought to a, uh, anyway, I don't want to get into that. Yeah. All right. This is um, someone filming a news report off the TV. This crime is just as brutal and sensational as, as Homolka and Bernardo. But unlike Carla Homolka, who can be tracked and, and who can be exposed, this woman can't. She has protection uh, of the Youth Criminal Justice Act, uh, and she can remain uh, uh, you know, unknown to us, uh, basically, as we go forward. Um, you know, some people have problems with that. I mean, these were three of the most... Uh, serious crimes that we have as a, as a, as a, as a, a society and, and the fact that she can remain anonymous uh, going forward um, is bothering to a lot of people. So both Richardson and Stanky were convicted on three counts of first-degree murder. And because Richardson had not turned 13 before she committed the murders, the maximum sentence was 10 years. Okay. Jeremy got life. Sure. As he That's should. gonna be a long time because he's a werewolf. <laughs> he's gonna be in there for a long time. That's a good point. You talked about how you had the youngest uh, serial killer. I did. I Jasmine do. was the youngest person in Canada ever convicted of multiple first degree murder counts. Okay, so she's got some notoriety. Why as well. the youngest serial killer in the world? And honestly, hold Carl, on, I'm not done my story all right. yet. All right, relax over there. Jesus Christ, everything's so competitive with you. Eating. Wrestling, eating, everything with you. I'll fake fight everyone while I eat pizza. <laughs> I'll do um, flippy floppy everywhere. Oh, by the way, shortly after they were arrested, Jeremy asked Jasmine to marry him, and she did agree to <gasps> it. Oh, so, love. so 10 years have passed, and uh, she's free. She's had her name changed, and it's totally anonymous. You cannot find out who she is. You would not know, which could be troublesome. For certain types of jobs, if you want to do some background checking, and it gets worse. Uh, for instance, if she were apply for a job working with children or or anything like that, that you know perhaps those those crimes should remain uh, on the books. Now they they will remain um, uh, on file for five years, but if she commits no crime as an adult um, between now and the next five years. Her, her record will be sealed and her youth record will uh, will basically vanish. They just totally get rid of it. Yeah. Convicted of first-degree murder on three counts. Yeah, as long as she just acts right for five years, as long as she doesn't run away with the creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> as long as she doesn't get caught. Yeah. Is really what we're talking about here. You know... By the way, this Jeremy guy is a fucking moron. He, <laughs> oh, is he? Yeah, after, after they arrested him... While in jail, he admitted to an undercover officer that he committed the murders. So he's just braggadocious in jail. 
talking to people that he should not be. What a dummy. Yep. Hey, listen, Carl, just out of curiosity, yeah. uh, how old were you the first time you murdered a girlfriend's parents? I don't want to say. I prefer not to say. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen. Have you been reading my blog, Vinny? How did you know about that? <laughs> yeah. Just lap the blood of your enemies. <laughs> Good old, you do have werewolf teeth. <laughs> so, oh, okay. All right. There it is. There it is. Everybody's just being so mean to you. We got the club foot joke. We got the teeth joke. We're, we're hitting them all today. Just making fun of your deformities. Now, uh, all right, Gerber baby. You're fucking oh, Gerber baby. Okay, oh, God, you got me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fat, so it looks like the Gerber baby. Yep. That's me. <laughs> You got me. That's wah, the funniest joke you've wah, ever told. Wah, look at me. Baby Huey over here. Dude, they got the you good got thing me. they're opening up comedy clubs. you got to try that one out. Oh, thank God they're opening comedy clubs. <laughs> now, uh, listen. Vote for me at thecreepoff.com. Vote for Jasmine Richardson. You could vote for Jasmine Richardson, or you could vote for my boy Amarjeet, who at eight years old murdered, like, Babies just went into sleeping rooms where babies yeah, were he just, he didn't know and murdered their heads. He didn't know any better. their heads in with bricks. Jasmine's a 12-year-old dating a 20-something-year-old and deciding that she needs to murder her family. So we have a case of young love versus a case of a complete psychopath. Okay. This is like very... You have a, pre you have a prepubescent girl. All of her hormones are going crazy. Yeah. And I got a kid who's just like, I'm going to kill a baby now. <laughs> just like that's just humming as he fucking walks out to the field, dragging a fucking baby behind him. Okay. I'm going to break her head with a stick pop. Like, that's what he's going to do. You think he was singing tunes? Yes. A hundred percent. He's just a little happy kid. Okay. With a fucking psychotic smile on his face. Wait, we get any voicemails this week? Oh, Jesus Christ, did we? But before we do, let's remember that our voicemail is brought to you by our good friends in Syracuse. Creepoff voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. Syracuse, the inspiration for the famous Leonard Skinner song, That Smell. See you in Syracuse. We got a lot of voicemails today. And okay. I like all of them, so okay. we're going to go down the uh, list here. Uh, here's a suggestion from a listener. Hey, Vinny. Suggestion for the show. How about you just stick with Creeps and Roses, Carl sticks with WATP, and we just have Cripple Jesus and Kaya run the creep off from now on. <laughs> I think that'd be a lot better. It's funny I mean, this guy was a real jerk. Both of them are uh, 100% at winning this game, so they're definitely better at it than we are. Well, Carl, Kaya and we have Jesus experience. teaming up on the creep off. I like that idea. Yeah, when we need a week off, we'll let him do it. I'm sure Kaya will be real thankful. Um, you don't want to just do Creeps and Roses for... No, your podcast career. No, you are enjoying it. Don't well, lie, you love the Bachelor. Can I uh, say yeah. that I have a suggestion for that uh, caller? Uh, I suggest that maybe you just listen from now on. Okay, <laughs> Carl, some Put notes to you. God damn it, Carl! I really wanted to vote for you, but neither the mother nor the kid was actually paraplegic, so voted for Benny. Goodbye. Just thought you'd like to know that. the old technicality. Now, uh, this one, I appreciate all the messages of support I got this week. And uh, this is one from a, a guy who I really admire. Vinny Winnie, the people's fucking champ. As a fellow fatso, I got to say, Carl is really on my fucking last reserve nerve. Uh-oh. He's rhyming. fucking buck-tooth, British-tooth. Fucking smile talking, 
fucking hair plug, fucking pube headed piece of fucking monkey shit he is needs to back the fuck off, Vinny Winnie. Because fucking Vinny Winnie carries the creep off. We all know this. So, Carl, fucko, if you're listening, lay off my pal Vinny, would you? Yeah. You fucking smile talking fucking creep. Ugh. Fucking asshole. I'd like to ask this gentleman. Sure. What motivated him to lose the weight? He said he used to be fat like you. No, I, he said he's as a fellow fatso. Oh, I thought he's I thought he said he he was a former fatso. No, he's a fellow fatso. All right. Well then a fatso. Fucking <laughs> go on a diet. All you fatsos. Stop fucking eating so goddamn much. Uh this is a message for CJ. CJ, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for picking Stuttering John as your creep so that fucker Carl can never have that easy win, ever. It's true. I also, overall, this is a great episode. I also really liked it when Carl got mad that Hispanics exist. <laughs> anyway, good work, Vinny. You're probably going to win this, except you're not because you're going to be blown the fuck out by Stuttering John. Vinny Winnie, people's champ, never spinny. Vietnam is real. Pizza the Hut kicks Kraut butt. All right, love you. Don't call me back. <laughs> Pizza the Hut kicks Kraut butt. I love it. I love it. Well, I hate Hispanic people. Wait, what did I? What did they? That guy just accused me. I of? don't know. You probably said something about Spanish people. Jesus, You're, you really are a piece of shit. I say a lot of things about a lot of people. I got to tell you, man, the callers to, are just all up in your ass. Today. I'm starting to see why you enjoyed the voicemails this, this week. This one might be my favorite. Though. Oh boy, Vinny Winnie, the people's fucking champ. I cannot understand why you're still with that fucking pube-headed fucking bear trap mouth fucking idiot Carl. Do you want you did you know that Carl genuinely enjoys uh Michael Rappaport? I do. <laughs> fucking Michael Carl fucking likes that this dude is fucking, fucking idiot. Corny. Are you out of here? Anyway, Vinny Winnie, don't take shit off Carl. He's a fucking asshole, all right? I don't. He's got a big fucking mouth full of fucking jagged fucking goddamn fucking pebbles in his mouth. All right? <laughs> and a pebbles. fucking sack of fucking pubes on his head. Anyway. Uh, that's the it. people's champ. The fucking people's fucking champ. 45 Vinny. People, 45. The fucking people's champ. Nice. Vinny fucking like Winnie. For the fucking win. Uh, Vinny, fuck Carl. Don't take shit off that ass. All right, buddy. Uh, here's another one for you, 45 Carl. seconds. And by the way, I think that we need to start... A Patreon with an Invisalign goal on there. You know, like you can set your goals. Okay. If we can get to, uh, I don't know, $10,000 a month, I'll fix my teeth. We'll get you some Invisalign. Yeah. Hey, uh, Dave from Buffalo here. I got to say, Vinny, I seen you on YouTube. You're looking like a young Eminem with that blonde hair. Looking beautiful, as always. Thank you. CJ did a phenomenal job. Yep. Carl. You mushy chinned, friggin' worthless. I don't know if you're fucking North African or fucking <laughs> albino Somalian. You are one fucking creature. You are. What? Anyway, <laughs> pretty decent. 
show. Call me back, Carl. You're a fucking abomination. <laughs> this is your this is your family? Did you write these? They sound like you wrote these scripts. They all sound like they came from the same person. Hey, Carl. Uh, did did you not think I wasn't gonna play the voicemail? You left. You left a voicemail, right? I didn't. Go yes, ahead. you did. I have it right here. This is you. Hey, Ved, this is Carl. This is how I talk. Go with the Bills. Uh, it was all a big goof. Actually, I love Andrew Cuomo. And, and, and vote for Vidi. Yeah. I would not say most of those things. You said... <laughs> <laughs> I sounded just like you. I do start every call with go to Bills. You do, <laughs> you, you do start off every sentence with, I'm Carl, this is how I talk. Yep. Yeah. Well, when I call someone, because you can't see me, uh, I got a voicemail here. Uh, I, I just, care. I just need to change this up a little bit. But you know that Syracuse is the sponsor of this segment of our show. It certainly is. And this gentleman from uh, Buffalo wanted to talk about that. Listen here, fucko. This is uh, a message for the creep off. I don't know that number, and I don't care to learn it. Oh, thanks. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, I'm from. I, I know the creep off likes to bash on Syracuse. Mm-hmm. And fuck Syracuse, for the record. Syracuse yeah. can lick my balls. Correct. Right. I'm from Buffalo. You nope. guys are from Rochester. I love you, my Western New York brothers. I love you to death. We're cool. All right. But I'm going to rank right now the fucking cities of New York, the town cities. It goes Buffalo, Rochester, pretty much neck and neck. But I'm going to give the nod to Buffalo. I hope you guys agree. Why? Because you're brain damaged? Based on what? Then it goes every other small town in New York. Okay. Syracuse and New York are the fucking asshole gooches of New York. All right? Okay. So to my west. Syracuse. (laughs) Syracuse. This guy's wasted. It is better in New York City. And they make... A good a meatball. Syracuse is better than New York City based on what? What is he talking about? I mean, if it was just the Bronx and Harlem, then what yeah, did the, what did the Bills play again this weekend? Why would this guy get that fucking drunk? I know. Uh, so I should look at the timestamp on that. Listen, my fellow Western New York brother, whatever the fuck, get your life together. Yeah, man. New York's a much much better place than Syracuse. Yeah, I would go like in New every York, conceivable way. Not I, right now, but it I, was. I mean, it, I mean clearly, and then ranking Buffalo and Rochester together—that's so on. stupid. Come on, come on. We all know that the best city in New York State is Albany because our buddy Cuomo resides there. That's right. That's right. We love you, Andrew. You're our new favorite creep. Are you ready for a scum parade, Carl? I am ready for the scum parade. Let's do this. Watch out for the scum parade. I love it. So, uh, Carl, how's it going with that creep update jingle? I don't know. Man, it'd be really good right about now because I have a creep update. Oh, we have a creep update. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I have been getting shit in the Discord from people because they have been upset that I have not discussed the story yet. Right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it wasn't settled officially until this week. So, I would like to check back in with uh, the winner of our uh, creepiest athlete poll a few months ago, Kellen Winslow Jr., Carl. That's right. Kellen Winslow II was sentenced to 14 years in prison this past Wednesday for raping 
five women, including a homeless 58-year-old. And I, I believe we determined that this is the horniest guy who's ever lived. Now, if I remember correctly, he was drafted by the Cleveland Browns and would bring in a portable DVD player with porn on it and watch it during team meetings. He He's the first not, round pick. He could not stop himself. Yeah. He's horned up this They guy. caught him fucking cranking him off in the locker room. The Browns had to trade him. You know where he's from? Uh, San Winslow? Diego. That's right. Yeah. The cars are passing me by. They honk and say hello. And I got his jacket. From his window, there's a guy shooting video. Video of him jacket. And if the good Lord Jesus comes knocking on my door, just tell him that I'm jacking it in San Diego. My hometown. That's right. This that guy is- was constantly pulling his junk out, though. He was showing his neighbors his junk. He his just- 77-year-old neighbor he had to run out and flash his dick at. Yes. Wow. He, he was something else. So he's getting 14 years. I wish I was that proud of my dick that I had to show everybody, including my 77-year-old neighbor. Jacking it, jacking it, jacking it, jack. Spanking it, jacking it, spanking it, smack. I don't need no shirt, no. Gonna take damn pants right off. He's about to jack it. On such a bright day, who needs underwear or socks? Jack it, jack it. Been around God's country, and there's one thing I know. There's no better place for jacking it than San Diego. So anyway. How fun. <laughs> so he's going to jail for 14 years. There was a chance he was going to go to jail for life, but uh, he pled guilty and uh, 14 years. That's the story. So... so- they brought in on this video stream some of his victims. One was a 58-year-old homeless woman yep. that he raped. I don't know how they found her. And she said that he brought damage to her life. I don't think it was going great before. I mean, I'm not saying that that's a good thing to have happen to you. You know how many cups of coffee the cops have probably given her? They've done nothing but good things for her since then. I would things think are so. looking up for her. I would think so, too. Yeah. She's finally getting some attention. I mean, when an NFL star gets convicted of raping you, you would think that you may have cashed in a little, actually. But whatever. But that guy's a creep, and we're glad that he's going to prison. Yeah, we're not big fans of you, Callan. We actually are really big fans of you, Callan. You're fucking something else, dude. It's a Hall of Famer, man. Uh, not in the NFL. Not in the, not not in in our the NFL hearts. career. No. He was at one time the highest paid tight end in the NFL, and that's because the Browns are stupid. You notice that the um, NFL, like the two or three creepiest people that we could think of have all been tight ends. That's, a, yeah, that's an interesting point. Ray Carruth. Yep. Uh, Callan Winslow Jr. and fucking Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez. Tight ends. Is one of the fucking stupidest people to ever live. Yeah. He certainly is. I like the way he hung himself, too. He just put soap on the floor so he would slip so he couldn't get his things like, <laughs> It was like a Three Stooges fucking routine. dumbass. All right. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Let's talk about a real fucking creep here. All right. All right. March 3rd. Angered that her roommate was playing the chic classic Le Freak over and over again very loudly. <laughs> A Florida woman allegedly battered the disco devotee during a 2.15 a.m. confrontation in the apartment. Cops report, according to the arrest affidavit, Marianne Landon, 53, became upset after the 64-year-old victim, who is Landon's cousin, put the 78th song on repeat. Investigators allege that Landon freaked out and pushed her kid into a makeshift tiki bar because, of course, this apartment has a fucking tiki bar <laughs> A makeshift it. tiki bar. <laughs> I mean, they just went to a fucking uh, Pier 1 Imports closeout sale and got a fucking couple tiki masks, uh, causing the bar to fall apart and the victim to strike her left eye on a speaker. 
Uh, Landon's cousin, cops noted, suffered severe swelling and bruising to the left eye. So Landon was released Tuesday. She was charged with domestic battery. And uh, how ridiculous is that? How did she go to jail? The woman who was playing the song on repeat should be in jail still. Landon was ordered by the judge to avoid her roommate as well as hits 106. <laughs> but Carl, how is the woman who at 12:15 at night is playing La Freak over and over and over again? The victim. How did the cops even take this woman to jail? I know. How did the cops just not hold her and give this lady a couple free shots? I'm waiting for this to happen to my Nick Bate tribute album. I'm waiting for us to read the article where someone just pisses off their roommate by playing Nick Bate all night. If that's what gets us in the news, <laughs> so be it. Gonna do my wife and also some children. You hear that for three or four hours straight? You're, you're wishing you could hear this. There's, you know, there's a pretty good chance that the people who tune in early for the YouTube live stream are murdering people <laughs> I know. to the shit that I make them listen that to. stupid uh, pizza song. How about Imagine. the Idi Amin song? That's the new one that's killing everybody. But Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah. By the way, this song... La Freak. Yeah. Good baseline. I could get into it. That's fine. I got no problem with the song in small doses. <laughs> but uh, I'm not playing it on a loop in my house. There's not, not enough cocaine <laughs> to enough. fucking get you to do that. All right. So uh, let's talk about a situation that is going on in the city of New Orleans, shall we? All right. I am going to take a second and shout out a listener, a devoted fan of the Creep Off and WATP. Gangrenously. Hey, gangrenously. Our pal Alex. The guy uh, who South Parked us. Yes, he South Parked us. And he's just a fun dude. He's a funny guy. Yeah. He uh, sent me the other day, just spammed my inbox on Discord with scum parade stories that were fantastic. Oh, good. And I was like, oh my God, these are great. So a couple of these that we're doing today came from him. So I will give him the credit. Now, this story came from New Orleans. There's a mother of a 14-year-old girl. She's suing the city because of a former police officer. She's alleging that the officer groomed and raped her 14-year-old daughter after he was assigned to take her to a children's hospital for a rape kit exam. Why are you so quiet? So the 14-year-old was raped, and the police officer who was... There to protect this her. This must be the most attractive 14-year-old on the planet. <laughs> oh, God damn it. You think she was asking for it? No, I'm not saying she was ever asking for it. <laughs> I'm just saying that this has to be the most attractive 14-year-old to ever live. That this cop was like, I got to get some too. She's a 14-year-old girl. This is absolutely fucking horrible. But whatever the fuck is going on here is crazy. The lawsuit filed in the federal court last week said the police department dispatched Officer Rodney Vickner to transport the girl to the hospital on Memorial Day weekend of 2020. But while Vickner and the girl sat in the waiting area, he showed the girl pictures on his phone of what he claimed was his 16-year-old daughter posing in bikinis and lingerie. So how do you make that move? How do you, you know, you're pretty hot, but you should see my daughter. She yeah. is a smoke show. Maybe Check you two out. can like scissor. Get, what, like what the fuck is he trying to do? How do you have that conversation about your hot daughter with a four? That doesn't make any sense to me. This guy, I, bonus points, I guess. Wow. Got to give it to him. The lewd photos were apparently just the beginning of a series of increasingly inappropriate encounters that would devolve into sexual assault and rape. Mm. The lawyer alleges that Vixner, who betrayed himself as a mentor soon began phoning and texting the girl nearly every day for four months often inviting himself into her home or asking her to come over 
or out to his police vehicle. The lawsuit alleges that Vigner also became violent during these encounters, striking the girl with a police baton. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking... I mean, there's worse things he could have done with the baton. Let's let's be honest. Here. Oh, f- Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they also say that he forcibly twisted her arm, groped her buttocks while hugging her. And one incident described in the lawsuit, Vickner invited himself over while the girl was sleeping, woke her up by shining a flashlight in her face, then groped her breast. <laughs> I've been woken up by a police flashlight before, but it didn't result in getting groped afterwards. Good morning. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, what the fuck? This guy's a cop. Yep. Uh, So the lawsuit alleged that on two occasions, Vigner attacked and raped the girl by inserting his fingers into her vagina while in his police vehicle. All right, Vinny. Cops are not paid a lot of money. And we know people get into that profession because of the perks. They want to be able to drive as fast as they want. They want to be able to take drugs from people, smack around some minorities. Are you telling me we're taking everything away from the police officer? Who's going to want this job if you can't figure a 14-year-old in your cruiser? Who would want this job? She got to play with the siren. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck are you even saying? <laughs> this is insane. Are you, what this are story's you even insane. saying? This story's insane. Okay. So, wow. Uh <laughs> Victor was arrested last September and charged with sexual battery, indecent behavior with a juvenile, and malfeasance. But this week's lawsuit alleged that the police department knew Vigner had a history of misconduct allegations and was not a member of a special victims or child abuse units and should never have been dispatched to assist a 14-year-old rape victim. Duh. (laughs) (laughs) Where's the no shit Sherlock job? Hit me, where is it? No shit Sherlock! No shit! The police department then fired him on January 13th and contacted the FBI to investigate. It took them months to fire yeah. this guy who's, who's fucking finger blasting a 14-year-old. Piece of shit. These alleged <laughs> actions are clear violations of the department's policies and contrary to everything that we require and expect of our police officers. It's right said, here on the wall, our policies. No finger blasting minors. You see this right here? <laughs> They've got like a two fingers on a wall. <laughs> with the like blood. the no smoking sign <laughs> with just like a little no on it. <laughs> No finger blasting. No oh, finger God blasting miners in your God cruisers. damn it, chief. <laughs> uh, we are, man, fucking Alex, he really did us good this week. Yeah, that's, so, a good, that's a good one. This next one, God damn it. So this girl, Brittany Guzni, she's 29 from Middletown, Ohio. Now, you saw the picture of her? Yes. She looked like the catcher from uh, the Sandlot. <laughs> right. But just worse somehow. She's a Brittany fat Guzni. ginger. She's a big, fatty ginger. Not, not an attractive woman. So she reported her son, James Robert Hutchinson, missing on Sunday. Upon further questioning, when the police were like, well, where is he? Where's the last place you saw him? She ends up folding and admitting that something really terrible happened. Uh, they say that James was killed a few days before she reported him missing. And uh, the child's body was brought back to where they live. So basically... This woman, this dirty, gross ginger woman, Brittany, drove her little kid out to this state park and was just going to fucking leave him there like abandoning a dog. Mm -hmm. She was just going to fucking live. She's like, you're free now. Like, I don't know what the fuck she was thinking. So she goes to leave the child and she gets in her car to drive away. And the kid, shocker, tries to follow his mom and runs by the car and ends up falling under the tires, and she ends up running over the kid and killing him. 
So I read that a little bit differently than I guess you did. Okay. I thought that she hit the child with her car on purpose. She did. Okay. Because like you're making just, it seem like this is all just a misunderstanding. Like, we just went to the park one day. And dude, last, she next left thing I know, the, he's underneath my tire. She was leaving the kid there to die. She left the kid there just to be, dude, what to become six a feral year old, human. What six-year-old does not want to live in the woods? Are you kidding me? That's an amazing. Why is this kid running after that terrible mother of his? He was free. He's now, free to go enjoy the rest of his life. And instead, the idiot goes running right into the fucking bumper. Oh, here it come, Mom. Now I'm going to tell you something. This might be a controversial statement. Uh Uh-oh. But you saw the kid, right? Yeah. Look, cute kid. He was a cute kid. I look at that kid, I see money. I look at that kid and I go, that's a little Jonathan Libnicki right there. That kid could be just a little kid in movies. I'd take that kid right to Hollywood. So stage stage Papa Vinny. That's what they're going to call me. We were talking about how fun it is to finger blast 14 year olds, and you're worried that that's the controversial statement that you just made? I believe you were talking about how <laughs> fun it is to 14 blast, I don't know, I, to finger I don't blast 14 year olds. I don't know if you have to preface that statement that, the, that it's a good looking kid who can make some money. I'm just it's saying. It's controversial. Like, why just throw this kid out? Do you know what show this is? Do you know, do you know what show you're on? Nah. This, this mom's not the best parent. Sometimes All right, she's not understanding this. She had two other kids in the house, too. Now, they probably want to play in the woods. Here's what I don't understand. I said it earlier. She took the kid back home. Oh, right. Yeah. This is the so, crazy part. Yeah, which I don't understand at all. If you were going to leave the kid out in the fucking woods, at the point was to leave the kid out there, and then you run him over, she didn't fucking want the bo- leave him. She didn't want the body found, Vinny. So what she did was she brought the kid home. Do you think the six-year-old kid wouldn't have found somebody eventually? They're resilient. What? I know a six-year-old kid. What are you talking about? No, I, she didn't want people to find the dead six-year-old. Right. So she brings it, puts it in the car, brings it home. For a day, this dead six-year-old is living in the house. The next day, she gets up, drives to the Ohio River, and dumps the body in the Ohio River. Yes, correct. The part where the whole day passes before she realizes what she's going to do with the body is the crazy part to me. I you say think some questions from you the leave the body sisters? there. You ran it over. You leave it over there, and then you say my kid was kid. My kid was kidnapped. Whatever you. She called the kid missing to the cops. My, and then they find Vinny, the dead body out in the woods. Vinny, do you think this woman was smart enough not to bring her iPhone with her? They would have figured out that she drove the kid there within a second. Correct. She probably took a picture of it. <laughs> she probably Instagrammed it. She, she probably sent a picture. Uh-oh. So <laughs> Having a bad day. Yeah, they threw the body into the river. Her and her husband, this guy, or her boyfriend, James Hamilton, they both were charged. Well, she was charged with murder. He was charged with abuse of a corpse and tampering with evidence by helping her get rid of the body. Yeah. So these two are fucking disgusting. Fuck them. And uh, our last story this week, we're going back down to Florida. A gentleman by the name of Alex Bonilla. Yes. 51 years old. One of my favorite stories ever. You like this one? I do. I'll tell okay. you why, but read it. Okay. Uh, he entered a plea of no contest last month on charges of kidnapping to inflict bodily harm, burglary while armed, aggravated battery with a deadly weapon, and aggravated assault with a firearm during a July 2019 attack. The Gilcrest Gilcrest County Sheriff's Office said the victim called 911 around 11 a.m. on July 14th and said Bonilla, who is his neighbor, broke into his home, armed with a gun, and said that if the victim tried to resist, he'd kill him. From there, deputies say Bonilla forced the victim into the bedroom, tied him up, and then forcibly cut off the victim's penis with a pair of scissors. A fucking pair of scissors. Huh? <laughs> Dude, that's, I, I can't. Oh. I don't want to think about it. Oh. It hurt. Oh. 
Why did he do this? The motive came out later that apparently Bonilla caught his wife having sex with this man about two months prior. This was his wife's lover. Yes. The neighbor. Yeah. So what I love about this, this guy's awesome. I, I love okay. Alex Bonilla. And the reason why is because he never even thought for a second he would get away with this. He knew that he would be convicted of this. He pled no contest. I mean, he didn't kill the guy. He just cut his dick off and then left. He Not only did he leave, by the way, I left out a valuable piece of information. He took the penis with him. Yes. Yeah, he kept the penis. Yeah. Like, this guy was just in a rage, and he didn't give a fuck that he was going to get caught. He had to do this, took and he did it. Took the penis, went back to his house. And he did it. And the kids, his kids have come out and said, we love our father. He's a great guy. They want the court to have mercy on him and not give him a, a long... Uh, uh, what do you call it? A long prison stay? I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, incarceration. Yeah, that's the that's a word. So the, he's beloved by his family. His wife's a whore, and he had to do what he had to do. I just imagine when the cops found him, it was like that scene in Scarface where they all came in, except it wasn't a big pile of cocaine. He was just sitting in a chair completely miserable with a severed dick just sitting there flopping around. I don't... I can't... <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you came up with it. I'm Instead of serious. cocaine, it's just a, it's a guy's cock. He's just sitting there at a fucking desk, looking completely dejected and miserable. It's over with, and uh, there's just a fucking dick, severed penis. And then he says, "Say hello to my little friend." I and named it actually him. Makes sense. I named him Ralphie. <laughs> so uh, that is Alex Bonilla. He is going to spend a very very long time in prison. And my favorite thing was his family did really love him. Yes. Uh, Bonilla's son wrote a letter to the judge, and he said that he'd like his father back home to contribute to the household financially and help his younger sister learn to read. I thought that was nice. I know. They love this guy. Yeah. He's also fined $251,000. Now, does that money go to the guy who had his cock? I would. It was off? from a. It wasn't a fine. It was from another civil lawsuit after that. Like the guy's like, you chopped uh, my dick off. Oh, uh, okay, good. You're going to pay for that. Okay. Yeah. So that's what a penis is worth, a quarter of a million dollars. Interesting. I mean, I, I don't different. think every penis is worth a quarter of a million dollars. I know. I wonder if it's different depending on what your age is. Yeah. Like, Because someone could research that for me. I want to know how much cocks are, are worth. Somebody isolate that. Please <laughs> send it to me. <laughs> Thecreepoffpod at gmail.com. Hey, if you want to leave us a voicemail this week, uh, give us a call at 585-371-8108. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at CreepBallPod and email the show, like I said, thecreepballpod at gmail.com anytime you want to. Also, check us out in the WATP Discord. Look for the Creepoff channel. Come have some chats with us in there. And uh, on Reddit. We're having a good time on the Reddit. And also listen to Creeps and Roses. That's right. Creeps and Roses on this very feed. Yes, that's right. We're at, apparently, people seem to really like this Creeps and Roses show. I don't, but they do. Okay. So uh, that is the end of our show this week. Carl, did you have a nice time? I had a wonderful time, Vinny. Thanks for having me again. Oh, my goodness. On your show. Oh, stop it. On your show that you're carrying. It's our show until the Patreon money comes in. Now, (laughs) uh, it's nice to be important. But it's more important to be nice. Gagia.
Jack. This is stupid. Jack. This is stupid. <laughs>